0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Anatomy of Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Khalil. I'm super excited for this episode. We're going to be talking about what is your why when it comes to starting a workout routine. Now, I know this is a very talked about topic, but we're kind of approaching it from a different way because I know a lot of people are like, oh, your why is to be healthy. Your why is to do it for your kids. But sometimes that's not entirely realistic for a lot of people, and they need more than that to simply get started. So I'm really excited to bring on my friend Libertad today. We have known each other for what, six or seven years now, I'd say. She was originally a client of mine. And when I was thinking about this topic, she was one of the people that came to mind because I have seen such a transformation throughout the years from why she started working out in the first place to why she stuck with it and why it is part of her daily routine now. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and yeah, go ahead.
1: Hi, everyone. I am Libertad. I am a mom of two. I am 40. I love Natasha. And I really (laughs) enjoy. I really enjoy just knowing her and being here on the podcast. And I am ready to share with you all my why as to why I work out.
0: Awesome. Love it. So a little bit of background. I know I mentioned that she was my client. I started seeing you when? Uh, during your first pregnancy, when did we meet? We met when
1: after I had my first. Right. Son. Yes. And he was about. I want to say about six to nine months. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was really struggling with my just moving. Basically, <laughs> I gained yeah. so much weight during my pregnancy. I struggled with a lot of anxiety. And I just decided during my pregnancy that moving was not an option. I had a high-risk pregnancy, and that's another story. But when I decided, okay, this baby is out of me. I have absolutely nothing to worry about anymore in Mm -hmm. terms of my body. I need to be healthy. I need to look good and feel good. It just... For my own sanity and my mental health.
0: Oh, totally. And I think that's one of the things that's really stuck with me from when I met you is I remember like one of our first meetings, you telling me, you don't understand. I used to be 110 pounds. Yes. And, and it I was, like, it, it was, was panic, weird. right? Yes. Yes, and so it absolutely
1: I- was. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And it's just funny because you're not the only person, like I hear this all the time, but then everyone immediately goes to apologize for it. I'm sorry. That's not why I, you know, I know I need to work out to be healthy. Right. And I think that's something that I, I try to be really real with people because that's real life. A lot of times, if you are used to looking and feeling a certain way, and obviously after baby, that can be very different. That is a mind fuck. Like that can really mess with your head. It really can.
1: It really can. So one of the reasons also is because anytime I walked past a mirror or, you know, when you're walking past a car or Mm -hmm. like a window and you see your reflection and it was, like you said, a total mind fuck because I had no idea who the person looking back at me was. I did not recognize myself. This was not the person that I knew, even now looking back at some of my pictures, I'm like, what happened? But well, and I think I, too, it's, it's yeah.
0: accepting that that's where you're at and that's okay. Right. Right? right. So it's not this like urgent, I need to change because I, I hate my body, but it's like, okay, right. this season, of my life is now past. So right. how can I start focusing on myself so that I feel good again?
1: Right. Yes. And that's when I found you. And (laughs) I remember, I absolutely remember that. You were terrified of working out. Yeah. So scared. So I had never had to like watch what I was eating or Mm. work out to be thin. I was just thin. And then if I worked out, it was more for like, oh, I wanna look toned or I wanna like, I have this event going on. So I'm gonna do like 10 push ups and I'll be good. (laughs) You know? Yes,
0: exactly.
1: And so then. It was such a vulnerable moment and I have no clue
0: what to do to lose this. Yes. With a lot of women in general, and I know it depends on where you grew up, kind of what your family dynamic was and all of that. But a lot of women Mm -hmm. never really worked out much their whole life because maybe they weren't involved in sports or like me, for example, I was a dancer. So I dance and that was my exercise with the idea of like lifting weights, was so foreign to me. I'm like, I don't really know how to do that. And so that's where that vulnerability comes in because it's admitting that some, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And that you need help with that. And so I love, obviously, I think number one advice is to hire a coach because trying to go at it alone can be really frustrating sometimes, but also shifting that mindset yeah, I can't just do 10 push push-ups and see results, right? This has to be a lifestyle shift. This has to be something that I'm really consistent with. And there is, there's a method behind it. I think that's what is really overwhelming to people and why people end up giving up because they're like, okay, well, I did what I did before and it didn't work. So I'm doomed. And I think that was kind of where you were at, at that point too, where you're like, is this it? Is this, this is how it's going to be. Like, I don't, I don't know how to move past this. So you have had another kid since then. And also we celebrated your 40th birthday. So (laughs) we all know that fitness and health and everything changes a little bit as we start to get older. Right? So once again, going back to that idea of things are a little bit different, you have to approach things differently and you have to have a lot of grace with yourself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me how your relationship with exercise has changed. Now that your kids are a bit older now that you're a bit older. And does what, what does that look like? Now? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a great
1: question. I love it. Um, so now that I'm 40, I obviously can see how different my energy level is, mm-hmm. my patience my sanity, you know, like just (laughs) keeping up with kids is hard. And I have two boys and they're very active. They're great. They're sweet
0: kids, but boys are just high. I don't know how people have multiple boys. Okay. I have like my one girl. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. I and even, she's a
0: lot sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they're, you know, and they're just wanting me to play and to bend and to like be on my knees. And so just from there, when I started working out, you know, in my twenties, I was doing it because it was fun and it was like oh, right. a thing to do and I look good. Now I just needed it because it's not only the time that I get to spend with myself right. without the noise in the background. Mm-hmm. I also needed, like I said, to keep up with them. I needed because my body needs to be at a certain
0: level of fitness. Yeah.
1: And level of fitness to be able to move around just to move around. You have no idea how this has changed my life because before, after having my baby and being really overweight, Mm -hmm. it was hard just to walk up some steps.
0: Yeah, I was huffing
1: and puffing. I was having a tough time getting Just from the ground, just to step up. Or even
0: something as simple as trying to put the stroller into the trunk of your car. Oh my gosh. Right. Yes. (laughs) I hear that all the time.
1: And you know, one of my goals, I know it might sound silly, but having two boys and getting groceries.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. I just wanted to be able to put all my grocery bags on my arms and be like, I'm going to just do one trip and then we're all inside the house.
0: I love that as a goal. Yes. (laughs) Like I love that your goal is to be strong enough that you can carry all your groceries in, in one trip. And if that does not scream functional fitness, I don't know what does
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's amazing. And also sometimes your children will not want to leave a place and then you're like, okay, well, you know what? You have the option of holding my hand or I'll pick you up and I'll take you. And I'm strong enough to be able to do that with both my kids. Like, that's amazing. People are amazed
0: that yes. <laughs> I can
1: carry them both in my arms and they'll be giggling because they think it's cool. Or sometimes they're screaming, but I still do it because I've built up the strength to be able to yes. do that. Well, and, and I think mom, too that's what you need, right? Like you need to be able to be strong enough to handle regular life.
0: Yes. And I think your point, going back to your point about carving out that time for yourself during the day, I think that is so important because we all need that time to refocus, even if it's just 20 minutes. I find, especially, I was trying to explain this to Addison the other day. So my daughter Addison is eight and she's starting swim lessons, but on like more of a swim team. So it's Mm -hmm. a lot more doing laps and working on your stroke technique and all of that. And we were talking about different kinds of exercise and why it's good for you. So she actually said this to me. She was like, well, I do dance because it makes me flexible. Mm
1: -hmm. And I do
0: tennis because it makes me strong. But why do I swim? And I said to her, I go, do you know what swimming is actually really, really good for? Like, obviously it's great for your fitness, but swimming is really good for your mental health. And she was like, I don't understand. Right. Because she thinks (laughs) <laughs> because she's eight, And I was like, okay, do you notice that when in your, when you're in the water, you can't hear anything and it's only you and your thoughts and it's time to like, calm your body down. And when you get out of the water, you just feel so clear and so much better. And she was like, yeah, actually you're right. It's really cool that like, all you can hear is like the water in your ears.
1: <laughs> That's
0: amazing. That's right? amazing
1: that she was able to do yes, that too. Exactly. You
0: know? but- I thought that was such a great metaphor for why we do fitness, right? Because I find even for myself, I can put my headphones in. I tune out the world for 20 minutes while I'm on my Peloton. Like you said, our kids are old enough now where if they need something, they'll be okay for 20 minutes. So so you can be like, hey, mom is working out. This is my time. And this is what I need in order to show up as my best self for the rest of the day.
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because just yesterday I, I went in and I have a little shed with all my workout equipment. So I told my kids, hey, listen, I need some time. I'm going to take my space. I'm going to be in my in my mm-hmm. room working out. And they were so good. And my youngest, he's four, and he kept riding his bike because we have it in the backyard. So I had have, I have the doors open. Sure. And he kept riding around and I was, you know, lifting my weights and having fun. And he kept saying, I'm giving you your space. I, I just want to see where you're at. Yeah. You know, it's yes. it so sweet because well, and also you have
0: been, there. you've been working right. out in front of your kids for their whole lives, essentially. Right. They're used to that. Like they are used to, okay, mom's working out. I can be around, but I'm going to let her do that. And right. they respect that. And I think that's a really important life skill is to acknowledge and appreciate when someone else in your life needs some space and you can still be in their their world but not like in right. their face when our kids get to an age where they start to understand that that that's a game changer on so many different levels it, right
1: it really is it really is because before when they were littler I would want to do let's say a, a bridge yeah and they would oh they're like property. climbing on you and oh absolutely it was a mountain yeah. a volcano and it was just a disaster. It was, yeah, yeah. You know the added weight. Sure. Yes, it was,
0: but it's it good. But but it's But once again, we all talk. We talk about this all the time. About that's a season, right? So you have right. to be okay with sometimes, like when your kids are younger and you're working out with your kids. Right. Are you going to be crushing in intense workouts? Absolutely not. Is it better than doing nothing? Absolutely.
1: Well, yeah. And now they know right. so you are working towards building something.
0: Yeah, they do. And it brings, that brings me to my point of how to build habits and motivation, right? right? So when we start, and that's really the premise of this topic is you need something to get you started when it comes to getting motivated. People are not intrinsically motivated. We don't wake up in the morning and we're like, I am so motivated to go work out today. I mean, yeah. some people maybe are, but that does that last forever? Probably not because things still come up. Like I i am a fitness professional is what I do for a living. And there's a lot of days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I guess I should work out today. Yeah. But it's all of those little wins that end up fueling our motivation. When your right. kids are little, if you can get in a 10 minute workout and you feel like you got a good sweat and that is going to help you through your day, that's going to fuel your motivation for the next day. Like we were saying, if your motivation originally is like, I want to fit back into my pants. Great. Okay. That's going to get you started. But then it's all those other little wins along the way that's going to keep you going. Right.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. It's been really fascinating to see my body go through so many changes. Oh my gosh. You've you've completely
0: transformed.
1: (laughs) And it's been amazing. You know, and, and, and great part is thanks to you, but. Thank you. It's been amazing to see that and to see how at different stages of my life, I've been able to accomplish certain yes. things Yeah, and just by sticking to something.
0: Yeah. It's you all know, about building those habits and making it a thing.
1: To be perfectly honest, it's a love-hate relationship Absolutely, with working out, right? It's like, okay, well, I'll do just 20 minutes on the bike. And then it's like, well, you know, now that I started, I can... I guess I could lift, you know, for yes. like ten minutes. Yeah, and then it's like, well, okay, well, I'll do, I'll do some core workout, like you know, and that's and that's what gets you going, you know, absolutely. The, just like the small wins, those small goal setting, you know, yes. it's like, okay, I'm gonna do this for a little bit, and like, oh, my kids are not needing me.
0: Yes. Okay, I, I can have, do a bit more. Yeah, I
1: probably have like ten more minutes. Okay, yeah. I'll get it you know, and it's, I love that. It's that. It's that. It's and it's also like the-
0: being okay with today was a day where I only did 10 minutes and that's right. fine. So right. it's not about how much you're doing and how intense your workouts are, but how consistent are you over time? It, that's right. what really creates change. Actually, I saw a quote recently and it was aim for exercise to not be a chore, but an experience. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. Yes. It's all about finding something that is an experience for you if you're going to the gym and you're doing machines and you absolutely hate it, maybe that's not the exercise for you, but what can you do instead? That's going to eventually become a positive experience. And I think you found a really good balance with that in terms of doing your strength training at home. Like you're not the kind of person to ever go to a gym. That's, that's not your thing. Not
1: for me. (laughs) Absolutely not for me.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And so if you were trying to force yourself to go to a gym every day, you're setting yourself up to fail. But Absolutely. I want to move on to our next question. So I have one yes. last question for you. So you are originally from Mexico, yes. which is so amazing to me because you are the most bilingual person I have ever met in my <laughs> life. Okay. Like I had no idea that you were fluent in Spanish until one day I was at your house. I was like, oh, whoa, I like <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like, whoa, like where did that come from? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, um, so yeah. tell us about how your culture and upbringing affect your ideas around health and exercise these days. Oh
1: my gosh how long do we have for this but <laughs> you know it is amazing i'm so glad you asked because like i said when i was younger and i remember eating all kinds of mexico has the most some of the most delicious.
0: Oh, foods. amazing food yes
1: but i remember my parents would sit down for dinner it was this delicious most delicious meal but they would sit down with a, a glass of um soda you
0: know their coca-cola sure. Which yeah.
1: apparently I've heard it's really good in Mexico.
0: At their I am not I've never so I've actually never liked dark soda. Like I'd like to I mean Coke, apparently Pepsi, they make it with yeah. real
1: sugar and it, there's a different I've heard yeah, it's know. supposed to be much I, better. No. Matthew Anyways, said it, not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but to seeing that and there's an addiction there. There's an addiction to, oh, to sweet and to constantly drinking soda. You're just everyone in my family does this. Sure. And everyone in my family one thing that was really interesting is my mom never worked out. I never saw my mom working out. I did see my dad. He he did karate and he ran marathons. Oh, and wow. He was He's really fit. active. Yeah, He was really fit until he was 52 and then he had a stroke. You want to hear why? Because of his diet. Uh,
0: because yes. he
1: had a bullshit diet. Anyways, right. growing up, seeing all that, I never really learned what it was to eat healthy until I left my parents' house. Sure. And then I learned about Eating salads with your
0: meals, right? More
1: vegetables. You like vegetables?
0: This is so foreign.
1: <laughs> so foreign. Honestly, I didn't eat a vegetable until I was like twenty-four. No, <laughs> I have to be honest. Like, I didn't eat it in like the vegetable form. Yes. I would eat it in like a salsa or sure, something, you know, sure, like sure. It was modified, <gasps> uh, but it was so interesting to me to see that even though my dad was so fit and so healthy physically, yeah, he was still struggling with high blood pressure. He's mm-hmm. still like borderline diabetic. He's yeah. he's had multiple strokes and heart attacks. And and a lot of my aunts and uncles struggle yeah. with the same. When well, so I think seeing blood- that,
0: like that is a really real in your face example of that right. things, things catch up with you. They and do. so that's scary. Like that is, I totally understand where you're coming from, where you start right. to think, my dad was only 10 years older than I am now. So what can right. I do to not be at a high risk of stroke in my 50s or whatever and sometimes sometimes you have no idea and it's just a fluke but a lot of times you start looking at yeah how people have lived their life and their nutrition and just even like the toxins and stuff that you have in your everyday life and how that eventually all kind of catches up with you same thing my family was i always thought they were healthy. Right. But right? then now obviously living in California has been a big change. I have learned so much about nutrition and just the quality of food. And right. then obviously with what I do, I've learned so much when it comes to fueling your body properly. And right, we all know that Thomas is like a major like foodie. The difference between the kind of food I eat now and the food I was raised on is right com- astronomical. Yes.
1: And I was just going to point to that because I remember when I, when I met you and I hired you, I I told you, like, I don't know how to eat healthy. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I don't know what to do with my plate. I can eat. I obviously could eat, (laughs) but I didn't know how to eat healthy. I had never tried it because I had never struggled with weight before.
0: Right. And And so, and for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You think right, that the I, only reason you need to eat healthy is to lose weight. And so right. changing that to be like, oh, wait, there's other reasons we should eat healthy. Right. Crazy. <laughs>
1: right. And then getting to know and then after like working out and putting together, putting that together with healthy eating habits mm-hmm. was such a made such a big difference, you know, yes. and I also really got intense into working out, but I made sure that I was eating the right thing. Yes, and you were fueling right your body properly. at the right time. Right. Exactly. Right.
0: Really. It's coming down to finding that balance where it's, you're doing it in a positive light and it's like, yeah, I am working out five, six days a week because I enjoy it and I'm not burning myself out and I'm fueling my body in order to do that. I think that right. there's, that's a very big difference between, you know, killing yourself for two hours a day yes. and and not eating. Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, was, okay. it was so good to, to learn to do that
0: yeah, and it's a learning curve, man. like that's right. that that stuff does not come naturally to so many people, and right. we are taught in society that we should just know what to do. You should know how to be healthy, you should know how to work out, and then you feel really bad about yourself when you don't, right,
1: right. Yes, absolutely, yes,
0: um, I okay, I
1: was fit you know? yes exactly I I was fit. yeah, oh my god. and then was it. <laughs>
0: You're like, I was fit until Natasha put me through a workout. And then I yeah. realized maybe I'd had some things to, to work yes, on. To work oh, on. So Absolutely. funny. All right. So let's wrap up here. Ending question for you. Tell me what your favorite exercise is and why. Uh, so my favorite is also my
1: nemesis. Okay. It, it, would, it would have to be a burpee <laughs> because I, I <laughs> that's remember, your favorite. It's honestly like my favorite because I feel like I'm working everything out. It's true. I also hate yeah. it.
0: I love it. All right. So on that note, the, your, your homework, I actually just put this in one of my clients workouts for tomorrow. I know I'm going to give you burpees. (laughs) So you're going to do a death by burpees. Do you know how to do that? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you're going to set a timer for seven minutes every 30 seconds. So 30 seconds, you do one burpee and then you wait till the next 30 seconds and then you do two Okay. and then you did do three. And you keep going until you can't do the burpees in the thirty seconds, and then you're done. Oh shit! I should have said glute bridge. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> well, I don't oh, death God. by glute bridges does not have the same ring. <laughs> right. No, but I should have. Uh, yes. Sorry. So, anyways, okay. death by burpees. It's going to take you seven minutes. Perfect. You can totally do that. And I can do it. You have a love hate relationship. It will work out okay. okay. All,
1: all right. All awesome. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much.
0: much. Yes. Thank you for joining me today. I think this was a great conversation. I'm glad that we touched on a lot of these really important topics because I'm sure there are lots of other moms out there that are feeling the exact same way. So I will wrap this up and I will see you guys next week for our next episode. That's all I got. Have a great day.